How's it going, ladies and gents? My name is Karen Beggy, the founder and CEO of MusicSpace.io, a simple music catalog management platform for musicians and record labels, and also the host of the SpaceCast podcast. So welcome back to another episode. Uh, in this one, I'm going to be talking about if you should drop singles or albums. Now, this is perhaps one of the most commonly asked questions that I get DM'd on the music space Instagram page. I have a lot of artists, you know, from different levels of experience, you know, some of them are complete newbies and you have some who are, you know, fairly established with, you know, 20, 30, 40K followers with, you know, a decent uh, listenership or audience base, I should say. And um, it's a very good question because a lot of people are caught and, you know, there's catch 22, as they say right now, you know, because they see a lot of artists releasing albums and there's a lot of artists releasing releases. Now, the simple answer, I'm just going to get straight into it. If you're new to the podcast and you know that we just get straight into things here. Um, if you're a an upcoming artist, I personally recommend releasing um, singles often so that could be you know one single a month a couple a month whatever you can do consistently just to put it like this when it comes to this podcast I release once per week what I do is I tend to do I record two episodes at once both under 15 minutes and then I schedule it for weeks in advance so I usually have two or three weeks uh, in advance, ready to go. So if next week comes and I can't, you know, do a podcast for whatever reason, I'm with the family or I'm just, you know, feeling out of it and not in the mood, then I already have something scheduled and it's going to be up here and you guys can listen to that anytime. So you really have to think about your schedule and what's, you know, something that you can be really consistent and persistent with, you know, over a long period of time. So let's say, for example, you went with one track per month. That's very, you know, that's very often for a musician to begin with anyway, you know, considering you have to get content made and stuff like that for the track and all that stuff. So like I said, I recommend singles uh, to people who ask me. And the reason for that is, that, well, there's a few things. And one of the main reasons is that the turnaround time for a single is very quick so you can go into a studio pretty much any artist can go into a studio and you know get to writing a single whereas an album the turnaround time for that can take weeks and months and you know some artists even go a year without releasing music and what happens is that you fail to engage your your fans sonically so they're not getting music. They're not getting their fix of you, someone that they really appreciate. So then they start to kind of drift off and then they'll, you know, they'll either go and find somebody who sounds similar to you that is, you know, putting out regular stuff or they'll just lose interest altogether. And, and that is what you don't want. Now, the second reason I recommend singles uh, to be released often is I used to work um, with YouTube. So if you've heard my other podcast, you'll know that I had a business that was in partnership with YouTube. 
uh, when I was 18 years old. And um, what we noticed very quickly is that audience retention time was going down very quickly. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means, it basically means how long people uh, watch your content, right? So if you are, you know, put, you know, trying to put out albums and stuff like that, then you're going to make people wait a long time in between. And with the current state of affairs, of attention right now, um, we are in a super hyper consumer world right now. You know, uh, just yesterday, what what day is it today? Uh, The 6th of March, I think it was today or yesterday, Drake dropped an EP with Rick Ross and, and two songs of himself, or one song of himself and one with uh, Lil Baby, I think it was. Now, that was an EP, and people are already commenting, like, when are we going to get the album, you know? <laughs> so people, they have a very short attention span when it comes to listening to music. It wasn't like back in the day where somebody could release an album and not release anything for a few years because people were just so you know, engrossed in listening to the album, tearing it apart, listening to the instrumentation, the sampling, and all that good stuff. Now, that that doesn't mean that, you know, music has lost, lost its beauty. You know, people still appreciate that, and there will be a bunch of your fans who, you know, still listen to your music, you know, even when you're not posting and stuff. But as I said, you know, we are in such a uh, like hyper consumer era right now where people need their sort of fix. And that doesn't mean that you should sacrifice your quality of your music, but it's something to take into consideration. It's like, you know, you have to be focused on adapting trends and market curves. You know, like people who didn't get on TikTok, they're missing out on potentially getting you know, tons of impressions and, you know, thousands of streams, you know, it's, you know, the people who didn't pivot from CDs to MP3s back in the day, you know, lost out and they're still stuck in the stone ages of, you know, adapting to the market. You know, you might hate the idea of, uh, you know, not releasing, you know, once in a while, you might, you know, you might want to release, you know, once now and then once at the end of the year you might want that but you cannot ignore the reality of the industry you know so and there's a quote and i and i said this quote in the past podcast too the previous one and it says you can ignore reality but you cannot ignore the consequences of ignoring reality so unless you want to be an artist who gets stuck in the stone age and you know doesn't cater to the current market, then, you know, the chances are you could very well, you know, get left in the dust. And that's the reason why I make these podcasts so you guys understand like, hey, that's not something you really want to do. You want to keep up with market trends. And as much as people hate it, it's just like, hey, if you want to be relevant with the current market, with the youth, with just your audience base, then you have to move with them, you know? Now, um, back to albums. Am I saying that albums are not good full stop? Absolutely not. No. But if you want 
people to come back to, you know, to listening to you, you need to have a sufficient amount of songs in your catalog to begin with. Because I don't know if you guys do this too, you know, I'm guilty of this, but, you know, if I come across an artist and he has an awesome song, you know, I'll add it to my playlist and I'll rinse the track until, you know, you can't listen to it anymore, right? I'll play it a gajillion times. And, and, and I love that too. It doesn't, I don't actually get tired of that. But then I kind of sort of wish that, you know what, I wish this person had more tracks out and I don't actively keep up with his or her page. You know, I'm not, you know, actively following it, you know, whereas when you look at someone like Russ, Russ has, I think, over 300 songs in his catalog. You know, as of making this podcast, I'm, I'm sure he has over 300 songs. And what that means is when people stumble across his Spotify playlist, they have so much content to go through. Like, they wouldn't even be able to get through it in a day. You know, he's got his romantic songs, he's got his hype songs, his inspirational songs, all of those kind of things. And it's just a great way to kind of, you know, land on his uh, streaming profile and then flick through that stuff. You know, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys ever had, um, ever went through like an Ikea book or, or a catalog or something. And, you know, you're just like kind of looking through it, you know, as a kid, you're seeing all the toys, you're seeing all the electronic section and all that stuff. And it's so interesting because there's so much material there, right? for you to consume and then eventually possibly buy. And this is what happens in a consumer's mind when they land on your Spotify profile and you have tons of music. You know, they click one song and they love it and they're like, damn, you know what? I want to check out this other stuff because this artist is dope AF. So, you know, they go ahead and they go and check out your other stuff. But if you don't have it, then they're like, oh, you know, like, okay, this person has one album that they dropped last year. And it's like, okay, I'll listen to this stuff. I might like this stuff. I might love this stuff. But, uh, you know, any incentive for me to really stick around if they're kind of inactive? Like, are they still even making music anymore? You know, like, these things go through their head and, like, subconsciously even. So, you know, it's not even um, a conscious thought process. It just happens behind the scenes. So you really want to think about that. You know, releases more often, you know, single releases, I personally believe is the best, is the best, what is happening by words, I never cut these out anyway, I just, I, I freestyle these podcasts, so single releases often, I believe, are the best way to go, in order to keep people engaged, uh, keep people sharing, you know, keep showing people that your catalog is growing so that they come back and share it with their friends, their family, their pets, whoever it may be, and um that way, once you've built up some leverage, then you can go ahead and release an album. And people will love that. You know, if you look at some of the greatest artists, like, you know, the independent artists right now, they're putting out tons of single releases. You know, if you've heard of an independent artist called Kota the Friend, you'll know that that guy, he pumps out singles like no man's business. Like you cannot even imagine and then after a while, he'll go and throw out an album, you know, like 12, 13, 14 songs on there that are just like so awesome. But he's done the hard work of building the fan base from his singles so that when he does drop an album, 
it just kind of, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It just, you know, it gains uh, traction and listeners and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, that's my take on singles versus albums. I hope you guys were able to take some gems from that. You know, by all means, you don't have to take this advice. You can go ahead and drop albums once a year or something. But like I said, you can't ignore the market trends. And it would be really bad for your career if you ignore something so obvious as as the way people consume music now. So, you know, keep up with the trends. Always try to, you know, market for the era that you're in. And yeah, just go go to where the attention is and you'll be on the right track. And also make sure your music is good. You know, don't <laughs> don't be uh, in denial about that. You know, get some feedback and and you're you're on the right path. So I hope you enjoyed this. And until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, stay organized. And as always, you guys rock. See ya.